Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gems, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. Wow, you sound so boisterous. Put your headphones on. Oh. It's good that you're boisterous. Here we oh, go. Okay. I'm Jen. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. Check, check, check. Much better. Okay, what's up? I'm going to tell you what's going on this week. Ready? Please do. Could Instagram makeup finally be over? Like the overdone aesthetic is over? Yep. Mm. Mm. Okay, this might actually be the death knell for Instagram makeup. Also, I want to talk to you about the IFF fragrance exhibit I went to. I had special access to a perfumery exhibit. Chic. 
Yeah, it's very fancy, very fancy. And also, a PSA on essential oils. I think it's very much in order after the last couple of episodes. Excellent idea. After we talk about that, we have Lo Bosworth on. You guys, she is the founder of Love Wellness. You might know her from reality TV fame. Um, she's just awesome. We had so much fun. And honestly, get get your drinks out because you need to drink every time we say vagina. That's the kind of episode this is going to be. It's not beeped for your kids. <laughs> Enjoy. So, Jen, last week um, I presented, um, I did a little talk at Makeup in New York. It was a like an industry, a B2B conference, um, but it was very exciting because we had some Fat Mascara fans in the house. Didn't expect that. Oh, I should have gone. That would have been fun. It was really fun. Sorry, I was going to move my chair in a I know bit. you were working on your PowerPoint yes. diligently. My PowerPoint. Actually, um, Jeff built my PowerPoint, so thanks. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> so what were, you, what were you talking about? So I was talking about um, basically something that I have noticed, and I, you're going to read more about this in October Bazaar, but something I have clocked since really, you know, just my time working, but really since the moment of the royal wedding, okay, is that makeup is getting a lot more subdued. Are we talking products or people's faces? People's faces okay. and products. Okay. So I feel like last year I was seeing a ton of launches, which was, you know, a ton of liquid lipsticks, a ton of crazy eyeliners. Everything was like the more pigment, the better. Power matte colors, mm-hmm. like a deep contouring palette. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still, it, those haven't gone away. So, you know, you can, you can, still find those and they still are rolling in but not at the level instead the the items that i i find myself and other editors and even like fat mascara listeners getting excited about is makeup that like is like faking being makeup and as i was looking thinking about it was almost like i felt like a detective like with the string you know like on the walls Mm -hmm. the products that (laughs) that like we're trying to find the murderer by yes exactly like hmm it was like Linda Wells with Flesh Beauty. And okay. she was like, you know, connect the dots con- for us. Exactly. Keep going. She came in here. It was even the way Linda looks. And I know you guys couldn't see her unless you like looked on her Instagram. She came in in like this like polka dot fun dress. It was like a like Lisa Hernandez dress. When I worked for Linda, she would wear like Narciso with like a Manolo Blahnik pump. A harder look. A hard look. She came in and she was talking about how she was inspired to create flesh because of girls wearing like sneakers to work. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to create this like athleisure look for mm-hmm. girl for, for for her consumers, not girls, her consumers. Then I was thinking about like, you know, my girl Charlotte Tilbury, the biggest launch of the year was that flawless filter that like everyone keeps on asking about. Yeah. Even when like Daniel did Megan's makeup, the controversy was like so much about her makeup, the dress too. Yes, yes, yes. But like no one was really saying they didn't like it. It was more like, hmm, that's an option now to of, not of, work, of having, of having less like, like she was basically wearing no makeup. I mean, yeah. Daniel did an amazing job, but like it was that's to just, look like yeah. herself. And I mean, I took 30 minutes to explain all this, so I'm not going to do that to you guys now, but like, no, I like where you're going with this. 
everything is about like, even I was looking at fashion week, like everything was so like modest, like the, the necklines are really high. The hemlines mm-hmm. are low. Like I, if somebody did like a report on um, like what women wearing in the front run, in the front row, mm-hmm. and it looked like Laura Ingalls Wilder. You know, like <laughs> that. Those uh, prairie dresses are very hot. This yeah, summer. like everything is just Bot-Shiva getting a lot more. or whatever that brand is that everybody's wearing. <laughs> Everything's getting so like sober. Yeah, and very. Um, I'm saying this word like in quotes, but like feminist, like. And the beauty is kind of reflecting that. And yeah. it's, it's beautiful. But it's something I'm interested in. And now, like, when I see these really hardcore palettes or these, like, liquid lipsticks, it feels like, ooh, babe, like, eight do months you, too late. Do you think it's also an age conversation? So you you used to work at Teen Vogue, and now you're working at Harper's mm. Bazaar, which is a different reader, right? A little fair, bit older. fair. Also, I've noticed just as I've gotten older that less makeup tends to look better on me because it can settle in lines. Right. And I feel like some of the teenage girls are like, yeah, of course you can pile on like neon green and orange eyeshadow. It looks cool because you don't have any fine lines. Could that be part of it as well? You're just I more think, tuned? I think that could be part of it. In your mature years. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I did just celebrate a birthday. Um, <laughs> we got my cane. No, but I, I think that is part of it. But I also think the audience who maybe three years ago was like Instagram makeup they're, is they're everything a like the pendulum has swung which is what daniel said when i was talking to him for this interview he wasn't patting himself on the back saying like i've created something new a new aesthetic he's like the pendulum has swung you know maybe three years ago he was interested in more vibrant colors sorry yeah no uh we're doing a similar story that's coming out in october mary claire and my writer megan talked to um nick barros Mm -hmm. and he said part of the reason he thinks this is happening is because the first people on social media weren't the high-end artists or the Mm. high-end brands they were a lot of the like direct-to-consumer brands that they were known for their bold colors and the makeup artists themselves were like youtubers and people who might not have as much talent he wasn't like poo-pooing them yeah but he said once like chanel beauty made its own instagram account and people like Pat McGrath started coming onto Instagram like the whole aesthetic sort of took a shift because those people tend to be lighter handed well Pat Pat loves a bit of color right. I might put Pat in a different yeah, skin yeah. wise yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah um, and then he pointed to some products too and I told this like the product that, that made me think of that is you know how Giorgio Armani came out with like their version of contour and highlighter recently yeah, yeah. it's called liquid a-line it is nothing like like a NYX strobing palette it's yeah. like the bronzer contour is like a liquid that you put on with a little sponge tip. Have you seen this? And then the highlighter is like almost like... Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's almost like an illuminating primer kind of. It doesn't have shimmer. It just illuminates. And they're very light-handed. So it's like that high-end version is not as... Thickened on. What are you, what are your like no makeup makeup? Um, I mentioned you know, I love the Charlotte. Um, I, re- I really think that is my favorite. The launch. flawless filter. Yeah, I think that is like if I had to do like top three launches of the year, that's a contender. Weird. The Armani's the same kind of doe foot in a little tubey applicator. Yeah, it's a fat doe foot, and I use it sometimes just over a moisturizer if I want to do a real like no makeup look. I'll just yeah. put like a th- like a rich moisturizer and do that and a little concealer. And people have said like on those days I'm not like. I'm not trying to be like, you know, braggy, but people yeah. are like, oh, your skin looks really good today. And it's really just that flawless filter. Um, I think the flesh, um, fl- it's called fleshy lips is a, is a subcategory within flesh beauty. Yeah. It's like your lips, but better lipstick. Um, and it's not yeah. too matte. That's the other movement that goes along yeah. with this. No more of that like super, super matte because it just doesn't look fresh and real and no makeup makeup in real life because skin isn't matte. Skin is totally satiny kind of. Yes. Or if you have oily skin, it's dewy and frankly, go with it, you know? Um, and I also, I wore the other day 
Um, I've always like hated eye glosses because I feel like they look really just like too like a try hard. Did you try the Troy Rot? I didn't try that yet, but because oh. I tried the Tom Ford eye gloss, the clear oh. eye gloss. How was that? It was great. I just wore it over. Um, I tried it over different eyeshadows, but then I just wore it by itself the other day, and it looked nice without looking like, "Hey guys, I'm wearing an eye gloss." You know, like it was just yeah. like a nice dewy feel. Um, I do feel like with mascara though, I'm trying to do these natural looking mascaras. This baby needs a. Uh, Mascara. Like some volume, yeah, some lift, like, and whatever. Yeah. The lash tint isn't cutting it it's, for it's you. Not, it's not working. It's about balance, right? Yeah. If the skin is fresh, then maybe you yeah. just bring it with a lash. Yeah. I, I hear you. And I think we should like watch this trend as it moves. I yeah. really think your social media feeds are going to get less neon-y. I agree. Remember, Jacqueline Hill even agreed with us a little bit. She did. She did. So. I think it's going the other way. So um, we'll see what watch happens. this space. Um. Jen, I've been getting around lately. <laughs> How so? <laughs> so I just went to this um, very special exhibit, um, IFF, which is the um, International Fragrances and Flavors. Is that is that what it is? I always yes. get m- yes. messed up. I always want to swap them. Fra- They're yeah. big fragrance house. They make fine fragrances yes. and perfumes, but also vanilla ice cream flavoring. <laughs> they really do everything. I met someone there who does, yeah, who does like food flavorings. It's fascinating. I, yeah, it was so cool. And I asked Ooh, her. Should we have a food, like a flavor person on? Oh my God, I'm going to find out if she's available. <gasps> That's cool. Yeah, she was really cool. And I asked her what some things she worked on and she couldn't tell me. Ooh. Isn't that really interesting? Yes. She could not tell me. So anyway, um, they had this big exhibit. Um, but lay people were not able to come. So it was give us called the highlights. Avant the- Garden. Well, one of the coolest things was that there was, uh, and I mean, this is like, it's, it's, I'm going to put a photo of it on our Instagram, but like they constructed this thing that was like what space would smell like. Like I got into a contraption. Okay. And they put me in. I was a little claustrophobic. Thank God I knew that there were people that could take me out of there. And I made them make it. I was like, I was in like a cage. Okay. And I put on headphones and I was guided through space. Like I, I was like a meteor or something. And there was a scent? Yes. I had I had blindfold on. And they there was different scents. And they were kind of incense and strange. And they asked me like, how many scents did I? Like they gave me like a quiz after. But it was one of the coolest things. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I saw was a... Um, I went over to like, it almost looked like a Stonehenge of like lights, of like lighted, lit podiums. And at the top of them were like phrases, almost like haikus. And they were um, phrases of like feelings that have no words. Now, I'm sure you can appreciate that as a writer. Mm -hmm. You know how sometimes there are phrases and there's no no word in the English language to describe these things mm-hmm. that, that are there's om- probably a German word but yes 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 exactly <laughs> exactly so um that's cool it you literally just made me think of two different perfumes can I just say yes it? say 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 so the space one I was thinking of nomenclature do you remember oh, yes. that brand they yeah, they they still exist they yes. did a fragrance that was supposed to smell like space I think it was galaxol or some like it uh-huh. was some molecule that smells like a musk but also like space that's what I thought of and then the Stonehenge one have you seen Floraiku? 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. The floral haiku. Totally. That brand's like all about the words and how they make you feel. That's, I didn't even think about that. So this was like a multi-sensory experience of fragrance, huh? Completely. Oh, here's, okay. And it was what to do what? Just to like get people excited about fragrance? Exactly. Here's one of the, here's one of the things, and I'll I'll post a photo of this on our Instagram, but the feeling for someone once love, but no longer. And then, Mm. I know, isn't that, that one got me right in the heart. What did it smell like? So you push a little button right on top of this lit podium and it has this phrase. And it, it, I know, I know. It, it, my my heart did break, and then a scent came out of it, and that would be like the scent that matches that feeling, yes, of longing, exactly. There's probably so, a French word for that one. <laughs> there were so many of these, um, like gallery pieces within this exhibition. I mm-hmm. thought this needs to be open to the people, and I was thinking about how fragrance. You know, there's the color factory. Ex- you got it. You you to rip the words out of my mouth. I'm there's sorry. So, no no no. I'm glad you said that. There's been so much discussion, and at least internally, as editors, we talk with the f- people in the fragrance industry. It's like, how do we get millennials excited about fragrance? <laughs> and you know, yes, it's exciting to see little gift sets and little minis and Sephora. Rollerball. Yes, but that's we can do the, better than a rollerball. We've got to get. We've got to. <laughs> we can do better. This was it. Like a fragrance factory. We've got to do the fragrance experience. factory. The only I'll just be a little devil's advocate. Okay. I bet you it's. It's not as Instagrammable because that's the problem with smell. There isn't, but this gives it a visual I'm component. I'm going to show you guys some of these yeah. photos. Okay. I got and you. And I want you guys to feedback on the photos. What perfume it makes you think of? Oh, I like that, Jen. Ooh. Yes. You okay, see? so, all right. Somebody hire us, please. <laughs> yes. I'm going to post this. What perfume, do you tell Jen and me what this perfume makes you think of? Because I really think that they need to get this show on the road. So Jess and I have noticed, and you guys have given us feedback in the last couple episodes, and this happens often. You have on a different expert, and they have one take on something. Then you have on another expert, and you hear like almost the exact opposite <laughs> thing. And then Jess and I sit here, and you're all like, why didn't you ask her about this? Let's all remember also, <laughs> we're in a room. We're in a safe space with someone that we don't know well. We want them to feel comfortable. We're not going to like play gotcha journalism with them. We're trying to make a nice podcast. However, that did lead us to one. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to make a nice podcast. <laughs> but the last couple episodes, essential oils have come up a bunch, and like the information has been all over the place. So I wanted to give a little like truth primer <laughs> from someone who has interviewed multiple people. It, um, I'm, I'm referring to um, some interview notes from Nikita Wilson, cosmetic chemist, previous guest, as well as years of <laughs> interviews and some study research as well to just clarify what it is essential oils are and can and cannot do. Jess, are you into it? I'm into it. And okay. thank you for all of the feedback on the Facebook group. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, because like Paula was like, no essential oils, they cause inflammation. <laughs> and then Olivia Wilde comes on and is like, I love an essential oil. Okay, so <laughs> she's not wrong in that sense though. So what essential oils are? Now remember, we're not talking about carrier oils. Carrier oils are the ones that um, come from the seeds of the plants. They're more emollient. Sometimes they're from the fruit of the plant. Things like uh, jojoba, argan, apricot, rosehip, coconut, safflower, almond, right? What are they carrying? They will carry (laughs) anything you like, potentially an essential oil, but those oils are not essential oils. So when you heard her say that and you were like, but coconut oil is so good for me, that's because that is not an essential oil. So we're clear on that. Those are carrier oils. Okay, essential oils are the ones that come from the stems or leaves of the plants. They're the aromatic ones, so they're more volatile. Like, you know, they flash off and they smell. Those can be irritating when placed directly on skin. In fact, they're very irritating because they're potent. It's just like full of all the like aroma chemicals. The only time they're good is when they're in small doses – 
put into a carrier oil and then given to your skin. Okay. And it's not like there's a ton of research on all of them either. So some of the ones that are like, you've probably heard about tea tree being antibacterial. True. Or uh, lavender and rosemary, also antibacterial. Then there are the like more fancy ones like rose oil, um, sandalwood oil, things that are from the woods of plants um, that are for fragrance. They might have some anti-aging benefits, but they're not really well studied. But always, always they are applied in what, Jess? In a carrier oil. Exactly. So don't jump to conclusions when you hear people talk about oils. I think it's like, as you'll see from our further, it's like the vulva vagina discussion. Oh it's, the, it's the carrier oil, essential oil. Like know what you're talking about when you talk about things. And if that doesn't make sense, you really need to listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hello, podcaster. Lo Bosworth is the co-host of Lady Lovin'. She's also a wellness entrepreneur, is the founder of Love Wellness, plus a lifestyle blogger and advice columnist on her very own website, The Lowdown. And if her name sounds familiar, that's because you probably <laughs> know her from Pseudo Reality TV, right? Pseudo? It is Pseudo, yeah. Laguna Beach and the Hills. Welcome yeah. to Fat Mascara, Lo. Oh, thanks Welcome, so much Lo. for having me. I'm, I'm still thrown by the pseudo reality TV. Because I want to call a spade a spade. Like, yeah, what is, it, it what, was. What does that mean? Well, you know, when we were on TV, we had call times. The directors would say, okay, we're going to sit at this table and you guys are going to talk about this and we're going to shoot the take four times and then we're going to repo the cameras and we're going to do it all over again. So. We might have not been on a set, but it was really just a okay. TV show. Okay. It's not like, um, what was the other one? The Real World back in the day? Oh my God, The Real World. The so real, good. But The this Real the World true story. was real reality. I think so, I right? Think, yeah. Like they had don't, those, don't break the illusion for me. If anyone knows the truth, I don't want to know. They had those cameras in the apartment like yeah. the whole time. Yeah, in the bedroom. Oh, and if they and got everything. into a fight, like, like sometimes the cameraman would go down. Yeah. Or like if they got it on, then it was like. <laughs> Did that ever happen on the hills? No. Uh, Cameraman uh, down. Yeah. Or if like they were getting it on, it would like, then like it would go black or something. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. So many questions. Yes. But that's not why you're here. That's not why you're here. Okay. So anyway, um, you just moved to NYC. You're back to NYC. Back to right? NYC. Okay. So what, what's up with the move? What brought you back? Yeah. So I moved to California at the end of last year and it hasn't been quite a year, but it's kind of like my year of rest, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through a really awful breakup in 2017 so or 2016. I, I don't know. Anyway, it was so bad that I needed to go home for a little while. <laughs> and I had been in New York for six years and I thought, uh, maybe it's just time to go home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to pack up my bags and head back to California. And uh, I found... Was it a good idea to go back to so, California? So I had 
ended up spending most of the time with my family in Laguna instead of in LA, which is where I rented a house. But I found the social scene in LA to be a little bit difficult for me at this age and being a single person. I know so many people in LA, but they're very much coupled up and they're all, you know, in their own groups. How old are you? And 31. I'll be 32 this month mm. in September. Oh, um, happy not, birthday. Yeah. Our birthdays are around now too. Yeah. yeah so you're a Virgo or a baby? I'm a Libra. Me too. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so in a lot of ways, it was like really good for the soul. I hung out with my parents all the time. I went in the hot tub all the time, <laughs> went to the beach. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, but I have spent so much time in New York since I moved back. I've been here pretty much the entire summer, and I just realized that my whole life is here, and it really felt more like a really good kind of time out for me, but... I guess I'm a New Yorker, you guys. What are those differences? <gasps> Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. She's got the baseball cap on. She's yeah. got like just like a cool little style. So what's uh, what's the difference you think? I mean, it's kind of a cliche to be like New York versus LA, but what are some key differences? Um, for me, just walking down the street in New York makes me so happy. Just the energy and the pulse of the city just fills me with life. And anybody that lives here and loves the city feels the exact same way, right? Mm-hmm. And there's amazing culture here. There's always great restaurants to go to. It's just the basic stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's the, I prefer the lifestyle here versus the lifestyle there. And there are amazing things about living in L.A., but you um, just are, you just have a different vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, I like to be in nature, but I don't need to be in nature all the time. I like to go on hikes, but I don't need to go on hikes all the time. Jen dips out to go on a hike. I do. You can hike on the East Coast, people. I know, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, for me, California is home, and home is where the heart is, 100%. But I also... You know, I was in New York for six years before I went back to California. And You're a New Yorker now. I, yeah, I felt so much guilt, too, you know. Oh, New Yorker through and through. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I Feeling f- guilt? Yeah, I, I felt a lot of guilt for making the decision to live all the way across the country because my family's all in California. And yeah. um, I would internalize it when my mom and dad would say to me, oh, my gosh, I miss you so much. Please mm. come home. I love you. I love you. And I really thought. Like, oh, fuck, I need to move home to be with my family. And I have come to peace with that, and I've, like, reconciled it. And now I know that I can be here without feeling that way, and I'm just here doing my life and running the business. And now I consider myself to be, like, kind of bi-coastal between New York and Laguna, not New York and L.A. Got it. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Also, good advice about the guilt. I need that advice. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we talked about L.A. New York culture. Let's just talk about it in general. Sure. I was thinking about you and what we were going to ask you about, and I was thinking about social media. And when we all grew up, you know, there was no such thing. It didn't exist. However, in a way, because of the shows you were on, you did have a camera in your face through, like, your teen and your adult formative years. Mm -hmm. How does that, like, inform you as an adult? Like, does, sure. Does it change the way you see the world in any way? Or even when you're building a business, has it made you like hesitant to do things? Um, to a certain degree, I, I would say that I'm a really outspoken person by nature and I'm not afraid to have an opinion and to express it, at least in a polite, straightforward way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so social media has never really given me pause, to be honest with you. I think I have a really good barometer on what crosses the line, and I just choose never to cross the line. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But being on TV for a really long time and having people know who I was all of a sudden at the age of 17 did totally throw me for a loop. 
it was really weird. And I very quickly realized that, oh, I don't like it when people know who I am and stare at me. Um, but I kind of uh, like looked at the scales to, con- you know, like a uh, an analysis of mm-hmm. what's what's better for my life in the long run. Um, you know, like people knowing who I am, but I have great business opportunities as a result or the opposite of that. And, um, you know, I was a kid when I made the decision, so I can't go back and and change the past. And so I am making the best of, you know, the life I have been given, which is a really blessed one. I I know that's a cliche term, hashtag blessed, (laughs) but, um, you know, I, I have this platform and I'm trying to use it for good. Yeah. And you've sort of really great, like, interpretation a great outlook of your frame thank you yeah and you've had a couple lives already it seems like culinary school and different businesses and you sort of are finding a home now in the wellness space which which I love Mm -hmm. and you seem really at home in the in the wellness space how did you even get started in like starting your business or even your blog was always going to be about like food Mm -hmm. and skincare and all that kind of stuff yeah so when I was growing up I was obsessed with beauty um I had you know like the Kevin Aquan makeup books when I was really little (laughs) and I would sit in the bathroom sink and paint my face and like mix up color and do all this stuff. So my first fascination and obsession was with beauty specifically. Um, and in a lot of ways that ties into wellness, you know, like you love products and you figure out how they work best for you. Um, but yeah, I have lived many different lives. <laughs> um, and it's just because of my personality, like I can't sit still for very long, but I do agree with you. The wellness space really agrees with me. I love it. I'm passionate about it. Um, and it comes from a lot of personal experience. So probably in 2014, 2015, I was living in New York and all of a sudden I was really unwell. One day I was fine and then the next day I was like fall down on the ground depressive and anxious and it just was overnight a flip switched in my body, in my brain somehow and I just was not the person that I was anymore. What and do you think it was? So you must have some kind of clue. She I've, knows. I know what it is but it took me a while to find out and so I went on this um, self-care journey for about a year and a half trying to find out what was wrong with me or at least how I could relieve myself in the meantime and I saw homeopaths and acupuncturists and general practitioners and all kinds of specialists and then my my um my just normal doctor after like months and months of searching finally decided to do a panel of my vitamin levels and it turns out that i had severely deficient vitamin levels and it was directly affecting my health and like you think we live in new york we live we generally eat healthy diets here mm-hmm. we have access to local food i eat really healthy and i thought how could this have happened to me, you know, in the United States where everybody has access to food for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turns out that I have some gene mutations that prevent my body from absorbing vitamins through food. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was really making me sick. It's like I reached that tipping point, sort of the Malcolm Gladwell thing, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like I was okay. And then all of a sudden I was not okay. And it took me a really long time to come back from that. But through that journey, I became really passionate about health and wellness and self-care. And that is what brought me to founding Love Wellness specifically. So it was this own, you know, health care so that I had. Can I pause you for a second, just back up a little bit? Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting you're saying, you know, you, you know, you, you know, had this like, mo- like an aha moment where you're like, okay, I've been eating really healthy food. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew about food, but then you weren't getting these vitamins. You actually knew more about food than the average bear, right? Yeah. Like, because you were... Yeah, I went to I culinary school. Right, I went, went to the French culinary right, so Institute. So Jen mentioned that. So yeah. when you learned about food, like... 
Were you not learning about vitamins? Like, what was your experience within the food space before you got into your business, your, sure. your wellness business? So I actually took some um, master's classes in nutrition at Tufts. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't complete the program because I ended up <laughs> becoming really busy. <laughs> um, but I took some um, master's courses in nutrition. So I have a pretty, like, basic foundational understanding of nutrition. Um, and at uh, culinary school, th- it's the focus is not on nutrition. But you get a sense of, like, how to balance your plate and how to balance your diet. And Mm -hmm. so I did have a better understanding than I think just the average person would about food and the types of things that you should be eating and not be eating. And I've never really been a person that participates in fad diets or Mm -hmm. hops on the bandwagon in that way. Like, I don't even use coconut oil, like, when I cook. Like, I don't. Um, I heard that's bad now. Yeah. I saw saw it on Facebook. There's just so much conflicting information (laughs) about coconut oil specifically. Like, coconut water is great for you, but coconut oil, like... I don't know, <laughs> you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I feel no like clue. the French aren't really. That isn't their fat of choice when they're cooking. Oh God, you learned like. Did you do? <laughs> did you do a lot of like vegetarian or vegan cooking? Um, a little bit. So the program um, at it's called the International Culinary School now. They changed its name um, oh, because is this now the down in like it's on in West Soho. Broadway. Yeah, it's on Crosby. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we learned a lot about actually f- nutrition there, um, and you know, food sourcing and the importance of crop rotation and just really interesting things that you wouldn't take away just from being a culinary student. Um, So just having a good understanding of really like where your food comes from and what it takes to bring food, um, you know, to the mass market is really Mm -hmm. fascinating to me. You guys, let's talk about... Get some carrot sticks in your bag. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of carrot sticks, let's talk about vaginas. Tampons. Okay. Okay. I was like, how do I let's, how do I transition? Let's talk I do about want to talk about vaginas. Lady parts. No, I want to talk about love wellness. <laughs> your your company. Yes, yeah. First of all, were you always comfortable talking about vaginas? Because now you have a feminine care company that is branching into other things, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to like be cool with that. Were you, you know, that girl in high school? Mm, to a certain degree. Um, but not in like an overt way. I think among friends, I've always been pretty comfortable having conversations about my body or, you know, just girl talk like, oh yeah, like I hooked up with that dude kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think if you have a certain level of comfort, it's easier to kind of go down the road of becoming, you know, a spokesperson for the category or voice. And I think what I realized when I first started the business was nobody's doing this in a way that empowers women. Um, you know, I've always had the experience of going to the drugstore and you are there for a personal care product and it's embarrassing and demoralizing. And like any, every woman has that experience. Mm-hmm. Like you go into that aisle and you pick something out and you like hide it in your cart and you can't wait to check out. And then you ask for a double bag because you're too embarrassed to like be seen with your monastat walking down the yeah. street or whatever it is. And so we feel that way, I think, because we have been taught this message um, from a really young age that women's bodies are like their body parts specifically, like are dirty, are ugly, like you should be embarrassed about your body. These are your private parts. You know what I mean? And um, I think if you are told that message over and over and over again as a woman, you start to believe that. And so that's why going into the self-care aisle at the drugstore is so uncomfortable, right? Um, because we've been conditioned to, to feel that way. And so how do we change that? And you're talking about products like if you, you know, if you have a, a yeast infection yes. or feminine care, like a wipe or something like that. Or kind of, I, I'm kind of speaking pretty broad Even about tampons it. and pads. Even tampons and, and pads, you know. Yeah. Um, 
like who decided that douches were appropriate for women? Like who made that decision back in the day? But don't you think that <laughs> a lot of women like they they were on board with this? Like, you know, I think I hear of a lot of women that like want a douche product or they want a wipe or they want, you know, they don't necessarily look at it as like, oh, damn, I'm going to buy this. It's like they are like happy consumers of these products. Yeah, I think um, to a certain degree, yes. But I think um, the understanding from a biological perspective is off. And that's where um, we, like Love Wellness, can do a better job of educating women on products that um, are actually useful for the body and things that are necessary and things that are not necessary and um like best use case practices. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so as what's an example of a best use case? Sh- sure. So um, let me just go back for one second and I will tell you like a best use case scenario. So, you know, you have this experience of being a woman in the drugstore and like that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And as a business, like that is something that we want to change because if you need a product like that, yeah. you're just trying to take care of your body. It's not like a vanity thing. Um, you know, like you have a yeast infection and you need a a product to solve that problem or like you need tampons (laughs) you know it's very basic stuff and so we are trying to empower women to feel positive about those choices and give them products that are natural safe effective doctor recommended and are really fucking cute Mm -hmm. because that's what we deserve we should feel good about these Mm -hmm. kinds of decisions and these kinds of products you know we're trying to normalize this category as much as we can and I'm aware that not every woman is going to get on board with wanting to talk about this stuff and that's fine too like we want that woman to be a customer also you know what I mean like we want to serve all women in the way that um they need um and so use case yeah here's a really good example so most women have been told like you should only use water down there if you're cleaning yourself what a lot of OBGYNs in my opinion have failed to do when they say that is clarify that they are talking about the vagina as in the internal organ and not the vulva, which is the external genitalia, which doctors recommend that you wash. Yeah. And so we have a product, a pH balancing cleanser, that's a 100% natural product that's pH balanced to match the vaginal microbiome for external cleansing. Because in you're case so- some of it gets in the internal parts. In case some Got of it, it gets in the internal parts, it is pH balanced. And actually, your vaginal bacteria also live on your vulva. Yeah. Like it's just all keeping you safe and healthy. And so um, like that's a misconception that a lot of women have. And I think that that's why... So they're not washing their vaginas. I think a lot of people get the two things confused, the vulva and the vagina. Yeah, I think a lot of people get those things confused. But they're washing it with just water thinking like, I'm done. And like they're actually not washing their vulva. Like they're not washing their vulva. So if like you want to like clean out your vagina, you should only be putting water in there if Correct. If that's what you're going to do. But are you saying but, that but people are not like, the scary thing is that there are people out there who are listening to their OBGYNs and they're hearing, I guess I'll just use water and they're not using Anywhere my underwear covers. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it's not necessarily scary. It, it totally depends on your personal biology, right? Like yeah. if you don't create a lot of like sweat or like whatever, like you might be able to use water and be totally fine. But doctors do recommend that you wash the external vulva with a a mild cleanser. I recommend it. I recommend it also. (laughs) (laughs) I can go on record and say I recommend it. But some of the stuff out there isn't mild. 
Some of it is not mild. Most soaps on market have a um, pH balance between 9 and 10, which is really basic. Mm -hmm. And the vaginal environment is really acidic because the acidic environment protects you against infections and irritation. Mm -hmm. And it's the bacteria down there that create that um, acidic environment. And so when you're using different kinds of soaps, you're killing off your bacteria and you're inviting infection into your body. Mm. That's how it works from a biological perspective. Yeah. Or if you have like, you know, the du- dude soap, like antibacterial, like Irish springy kind of soap. Oh God, it's so the- awful. Yeah. I remember like, once uh, using yeah. that and like feeling a sting. Like you fall that's, oh, yeah. I think triclosan even used to be in it and that's like totally bad now. Pretty, I think it's banned much, completely. Pretty much any body soap that's you, antibacterial. You, sh- you shouldn't yeah. be putting down there and anything that's antibacterial you should not be putting down there because you're just creating havoc and you can't so, see it happening. I, you know, this is not something in my health class I recall, you know, <laughs> Mrs. whatever her name is, Miss Palmer, Miss Palmer talking about this in health. Well, yeah. Where did and I I seriously you know, doubt that they're talking about this right now. Where did you learn about, you know, all of this stuff? Where did you learn about, where did you get interested in vaginal health and where did you get your education and all of this stuff? Yeah, so I um, used to get yeast infections like pretty regularly, like when, whenever I would like have a new partner, use condoms, like I just have, am really sensitive um, to like lotions, top of, like all that kind of stuff. So my mm-hmm. body just freaks out kind of like with anything. And I know that this is TMI, um, but I was at the OBGYN all the time and mm-hmm. I would be classified as somebody who gets like chronic infections and mm-hmm. irritations. And I mean, I have taken more Diflucan <laughs> than you can imagine. And so at it's certain It's over point, the counter now, right? I don't know. Really? Oh, it isn't? No. It's the other one. So. I, I remember so. when we were younger, even the Monistat, you couldn't even get over the counter. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Um, so... It, it was becoming like a lifestyle problem for me. And like, yeah. I just was frustrated and pissed all the time about it. Um, it's the worst feeling. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. And if you've never had a yeast infection, like God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Who um, are you? I want to meet you. I want to meet you. There are some people I've met them. Good for them. Their oh bacteria is very balanced. Yeah. One of my best friends has never had a yeast infection in her whole life. Lovely Even Mike. my mom like has maybe had one. She told me, and I'm like, how do I come from you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was at the doctors all the time and I, um, tried out lots of different OBGYNs and finally a doctor uh, prescribed me a pretty old school method for um, yeast and BV and it's a boric acid suppository and so we actually sell that product now we call it the killer I gave it that name just to try to be funny Mm -hmm. Um, so all it is is boric acid pharmaceutical grade in a gelatin capsule and um, the issue is that when you get it prescribed by your doctor you have to take it to a compounding pharmacy so the pharmacy has to actually physically make it for you and it's really time consuming and it can be really expensive so there's quite a few barriers to entry with this product specifically and pharmaceutical boric acid is available you know it's a mineral it's readily available and um, we found a manufacturing partner that's owned by a medical doctor um, to create this product for us and so now it's one of our best-selling products it's an NDC registered over-the-counter drug um, and it works for pretty much every woman that tries it. We have hundreds and hundreds of five-star reviews on this one product alone. Um, to be clear, that's for someone who has recurrent 
infections, right? You don't need to go putting boric acid suppositories if you're, you've got a healthy vulva and vagina going on. Yeah, if you have nothing going on, you don't need this. It's not like a preventative product. So um, you use it at the time you have a yeast infection? Yes, yeah, so if you have there. a yeast infection or BV, you insert one and mm-hmm. you can use it up to seven days. A lot of women find relief much quick, more quickly than that. Mm-hmm. A lot of women report that by the next day, they're like feel great and a lot of women actually do use it to spot treat so if they start to feel an infection coming on they Mm -hmm. use one suppository and that typically gets rid of the issue so it's a really interesting product so that was really where I started with love wellness is because what this one amazing doctor was like try these and it changed my life and I was like holy shit every woman needs to know about this so that was the hero product yeah that was the hero product at first and then um, you know just this past August we relaunched the brand with a bunch of new vitamins and ingestibles that are not for vaginal health or for different um, issues that women have. Um, but, you know, our original collection is vaginal health. And mm-hmm. so we also have a probiotic that's formulated with 12 strains of bacteria that occur naturally in the vaginal microbiome. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gut is the home of the immune system. So there's like a direct correlation there. Um, and you want good bacteria numbers, right, to mm-hmm. keep your pH in check, to, you know, not get infections. And then we have a vitamin that's called the perfect condition vitamin. Um, and this breaks down yeast at the cellular level in your body. It's full of natural ingredients that do that. Um, we have our cleanser, and then we have wipes. I wanted to ask you about the then. wipes. So, like, sure. back to the wipes. <laughs> we, we have this conversation, like, you know, every I would say every fifteen episodes or so. Like, started with Dasha Polanco. Started with Dasha Polanco because she was saying how like she uses this product called like Limasol, which you may know about, mm-hmm. which is like a like a wash, like a feminine wash that many women have used for many generations. It's like a classic like feminine wash. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had somebody else. Oh, Emily Weiss tell us that she uses. Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser as a um, feminine cleanser. as a feminine wash, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jackie J told us she uses it also as a, some, I would say, an intimate cleanser. So we do talk <laughs> about whether or not these <laughs> these products. Like, do you think there is? Obviously, this is your business, but like this idea of a category for. Mm-hmm like intimate cleansers, we've also gotten a lot of pushback and we've raised the questions ourselves. Like, does it need to exist? Or can people just use like Dove unscented soap? Or Glossier Milky Chocolate. Or good old Glossier, you know? I wouldn't recommend using Glossier because their products are not natural. But what does that mean to you? So, okay, so... I firmly believe that this category of intimate cleansers for women should exist Mm -hmm. because, like I said, most soaps have a pH between 9 and 10. So they're not right for that environment, and they kill your good bacteria. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to clean down there, you should have a product that is specifically formulated for that part of your body in order to support your good health. Um, And so that's why these products have been created. I think, you know, the... um, the, the the thought or the motivation behind them generally I feel is positive, yeah. but I think the execution fails time and time again. And most doctors would recommend that if you're going to use a product, like a cleansing product, that it should be an all-natural product because chemicals do the same thing. Like they kill your bacteria. So you might be getting clean, but you might be getting way too fucking clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so uh, also most products down there are, four down there are formulated with a a lot of different fragrances Mm. and um, you you are 
always unsure of what a fragrance's formulation is. Um, and so we have vanilla fragrance in our cleanser, but it's p it's from a pure vanilla source that's natural. And so that's why we made the decision to put it in because mm -hmm. most fragrances are not natural. Mm -hmm. They're not naturally, deri naturally derived. Um, and they're just bad for the body. They irritate mm -hmm. the body. They irritate the skin. And the skin down there is also like 10 times as sensitive as the skin on your face. And so that's why also cleansers have been developed out down there because most of the time they're way more gentle. So aloe vera is one of our base products in our formula, and it's really gentle on the skin and it supports the pH. So you just need to be careful about which brand you're going to, and you really need to research the ingredients. But like I said, I, I think that... The motivation is sincere. However, I think the execution with a lot of brands um, fails to meet the mark. That's it's fun. Yeah. There was a brand too that did like anti-aging serum for your vulva. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, but that's fucked up. Okay. I, we get some really amazing press releases. Yeah. It's like impressive. anything that has like the word V in it. I'm already like, oh, I'm I'm ready to open. I think this. that brand had V in it. But yeah, <laughs> are you going to branch out? You have these. You revamped the line. You have. The supplements. Are you thinking mm -hmm. about doing any beauty products ever, like more face care? Not right now. Um, we are expanding into CBD products, which is really exciting. And I know a lot of companies are, but um, are they going to be suppositories? CBD no. for the V. There's a CBD suppository for period cramps, and I and I ran it by a guy, and they were like, "Oh, it was based yeah. coconut oil based," and she yeah. was like, "Do not put that in there." <laughs> yeah, I I would agree. Um, I think that there's not quite enough research done that has been done yet to like fully support the science of a product like that. Um, She's so PC. I love it. Well, like it, I know I like the way you talk. You like make the claim you're going to make, but without like overstepping it. It's good. Well, you know, this is a sensitive category and it's a category that's full of misinformation. Mm -hmm. And so as the owner of this business, I think it's really important to always make a best effort to put the right foot forward um, and to make decisions on behalf of our consumers that are positive ones. Like as a business, we will never never make a product that tries to change how your body authentically like works, functions, looks, feels. That's just not what we're about at all. Um, you know, so this we, are, we are trying to do a way better job of like yeah. taking care of women than most of these companies have. And, you know, like if you're buying Summer's Eve tropical fucking breeze, like what message is that sending to women that you want their vaginas to smell like a tropical breeze? And we don't, we just want it to be healthy. Yeah. We just want you to feel good about your body. Are the CBD, are the CBD <laughs> products going to be um, more like topical lotions for inflammation and oils and that kind of thing or, so, or supplements? More along the supplements uh, line. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's still a lot of research being done about mm -hmm. topicals and how effective they really are when it comes to CBD and THC products. Some people argue that the cannabis doesn't actually penetrate the skin. And so you're just getting um, a... Uh, uh, what is it when they affect placebo? You're just getting a placebo effect. I'm the queen of placebo. Yeah, but you know, there is an argument about placebo effect in that if you're getting a placebo effect and it's helping you, then it's helping you. I've always thought, I I, I feel like that's fine. I think doctors do too. They're yeah, like, if they you do. feel better, you feel better. They do. <laughs> so is this like, is the CBD stuff going to be like for cramps? Is that what the, is that the idea? 
Um, I don't want to tell you guys too much because we're so excited about it. No, that's fine. Um, mostly the CBD stuff. The f- this first collection that we're launching is going to be for chilling out, for anti-anxiety. But the interesting thing So about- not necessarily for, it's not vaginal? No. Okay. No. Oh, so we're going above the body. We're going total wellness. Yes. Total, okay. total wellness. Full body wellness. Yeah, full body wellness. In the same way we've gone full body wellness with our new ingestibles. Okay. Um, and so- What's interesting about CBD products is that the FDA really regulates the kind of language that you can use um, on labels and things like that. So we're trying to come up with like a real straightforward name that lets you know that the product is for chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, because yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. you can't say we can't anxiety. Say that. It's or, like calming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we can't say that on the bottle and like even in the directions. Like we can't like say that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the laws and regulations will change on that at some point. Right. Um, right. Because it would be nice to be more straightforward. Forward, but you know, CBD is truly like the next miracle drug. Anybody with any kind of ailment takes CBD regularly and they feel better. Um, so our products are going to be CBD isolate products, so no THC, so there will be no psycho psychoactive effects at all, um, which I think for a lot of people that's really important, and especially people who are first getting into that space using a product like this for the first time, like they're freaked out, you know what I mean, or they're nervous at least. Um, I was nervous. I accidentally took the gummies that were the CBD slash THC ones that cool. this company sent me how did it go to my office no problem in the I regular mail. work no I took like it at, at home desk? before bed because it was supposed to be like oh. C- I thought it was CBD yeah and I was putting on my overalls like I, I love to wear overalls <laughs> and I seriously was clipping the one side of my overalls for 15 minutes and I was like what is going <laughs> oh my on God. so I turned over the box and I was like oh she God. sent me the THC ones but didn't tell me <gasps> and, oh the, and the CBD oh, do they make THC yeah. gummies and CBD THC gummies I then got the regular kind, and they are very different. But, like, yes, people, the CBD does not make you feel high. The THC does. Yeah. A lot of people think that. Yeah, the CBD is not psychoactive at all. And what's really interesting is a lot of companies that are cannabis companies are trying to make a product that's more, like, CBD-heavy for healthcare purposes. But because they sell in dispensaries, there has to be some THC in it. Mm -hmm. And so there's, like, a lot of marketing around, oh, to get the CBD to work, you have to have some THC in the product, but that is a false claim. Hmm. That's not real. Um, Let's talk more beauty products. What else are you using? So I have actually been cutting down on my products. Okay. Because I've read some articles that have indicated that actually if you use more products on your face for skincare, oh, you might skincare. Okay. be aging yourself faster. Yeah, I mean, you're talking skincare. Okay. You might be aging yourself faster. So I don't know if I like really buy into that, but so for skincare, I love a Dr. Gross Alpha Beta Peel. Mm-hmm. It's classic. Love those. Um, I'm a big Skin Medica fan. So I have their Lightera 2.0 for um, discoloration, which actually works. Um, and I love their sunscreen. I forget the name of it specifically, but it's one of the only sunscreens that um, protects against some other kind of like ray. Mm-hmm. Like UV, it's like UVA, UVB, but also some other kind of ray. And my dermatologist was like, "This is one of the only sunscreens on the market that actually protects against this certain type of like." Ray, yeah, infrared, infrared. Mm -hmm, Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, And I like it. Like makeup goes on it fine. You know what I mean. I have not. I still have yet to find like the most miraculous sunscreen of all time. I don't know, but I do like Skin Medica, and 
you know, makeup, same. I've really cut back. I do like, um, I use the Rihanna foundation. I mix two colors together. Even with 40 shades, you still have to mix. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to mix. What do you, do you know? She, what missed, one. <laughs> she um, missed one. I don't it's know. Between fawn and honey. I don't know off the top of my head, but I could send you guys for the blog afterwards. I could tell you what <laughs> two funny. shades I am. Um, I've heard good things about that foundation. I, I like it for it, it. Like if I need some coverage, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a fan of a KKW contour palette. Wow. Is that a powder one or powder? Okay. okay. Why yeah. do you like it? Um, the colors go well with my skin tone. Um, so I have sort of like an interesting skin tone that's hard to color match with foundation. My mom is Dutch Indonesian, and so she has really like beautiful dark olive skin. And a very healthy microflora down below. Yes, she does. <laughs> I remember. And um, my dad is um, Irish, and so I have an interesting combination of like kind of pink but kind of yellowy skin. So it's hard for me to find a foundation color that's perfect. Yeah. Um, and so the closest that I've gotten lately is the Fenty Beauty Two in one. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. Beauty hack. What about like um like lips or eyes? Lips or eyes. So I use CoverGirl Lash Blast Mascara, like the six dollars. The and orange, cheerful. the orange waterproof. I've been using it for years, and I don't think I will ever use another mascara. Okay. I just got that new Nars Climax mascara yeah. in the red tube. Yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts? Mm, it's smudged all over my face. Right? You? I. It, it looked gorgeous. It lasted about a half an hour on me. And it didn't smudge in the usual way where I could see the transfer. <laughs> yeah. I just looked very tired. I had a little gray under my yeah. I used it yeah. one night, but that, that night I literally was like the most exhausted I've ever been. So, so nothing, you're not was, sure. no, nothing was looking good on this You had multiple face. variables. Not a good, yeah, not it a good was, test. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll have to use it in a more controlled environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I used it, it was great. Second application, clumpy, bad. Hmm. Yeah. So Lash Blast for you. Lash Blast for me. One of my favorite beauty products is Bag Balm. Oh, oh my the, God, that utter thing? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Where do you put it? On my eyelids, right here, on my cheek as a highlighter. It's, That's so funny. It's the best. Um, like on your eyelids, it's like an eye gloss. Uh-huh. That's really funny. Yeah, How, eye gloss. Is it better than like Rosebud Salve or Paw Paw Ointment? Yeah, because I just feel like it's like better for your skin. There's no fragrance in it. Okay. And so I just feel like on my like eyes, which is like really sensitive skin, I'd rather put something like that than something with a fragrance in it. Yeah. Um, and I will say that it is the best um, lip exfoliator I have ever tried in my life. You have to you have to use a toothbrush with mm-hmm. it, but it is the best like pre toothbrush setting okay. thing for your lips of all time. Ooh, I like oh that. my I god! That. And a makeup artist. Do you artist. have to leave it on for a while before you do the brushing? No, just like two or three and minutes. Toothbrushes dry or wet? Mm, wet or dry? I've heard this from makeup artists a million times, and I never. I always use a washcloth instead of the toothbrush. But washcloth is fine too. Yeah, but um, same idea. Yeah, oh, same idea. Tip. And what's your favorite fragrance? Mm. We have to ask. That. Mojave Ghost. Byredo. Byredo. Right? That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, because this was so fun and informative, what should we have asked you that we didn't ask you? Like, Hmm. set the record straight on anything? Gosh, I feel like I actually... Or did we do a good job? You guys were great. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun to talk about TV, and I don't normally enjoy talking about it, but this was fun. And we talked... Wonderful. Th- we said wonderful things about women and their body parts, yeah. which was rad. Anything and you guys else we are need great. to know about our vaginas? Is there any? What's the one thing we can do to take care of our vaginas? Um, Masturbate. 
that's <laughs> I would I would say that that's definitely important. But you're. I looked right at Jess because I knew she was going to hate me when I yeah. said that. <laughs> Your vagina really is all about good bacteria, so definitely take a probiotic or like eat lots of yogurt. <laughs> Drink kombucha. Drink things that are good for your gut. Jen, you're like a pirate or something. I'm sorry. Lo, you've been great. Thank you for putting up with me. You guys are great. Getting to know Jess. Thank you so much. I want to come back. No, anytime. Lo, you're always welcome here. Thanks, guys. It's time to raise a wand. It's time. What are you raising a wand to? Um... So I went shopping online on Amazon like a real person, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I bought these bad boys. What are they? Yoga Toes Gems. <laughs> that For looks t- like an as-seen-on-TV product. I'm what the sure hell that. is that? So my feet, um, I have bunions. Well, I had a bunionectomy on my... I, did two, my, I had two bunionectomies. Oh, we got to talk about this later. <gasps> Not bunions. For now. Next, okay, episode. Ne- next episode. All bunions yeah. all the time. <laughs> so I had a bunionectomy on my left, my left foot, but my right foot, my bunion is getting much worse. And I also just feel like my toes are like, they're definitely curling up more. Oh, you know how the grandma toes are always like all like swished all over each other? <laughs> yes. my, my oma's toes, like the second and third one were like an X basically. Oh my God. That cannot happen to me. So that's why I use Yoga Toes Gems. <laughs> so I just feel like they need like to be stretched out. So I thought in my head, I was like, wait a second, Yoga Toes just came to me like a lightning bolt. Like it was like in my subconscious. These look like the pedicure sponge things, yes, right? Yes, but they're like made of like silicone or something. So you're they're spreading the toes even more. Yeah. I okay. don't know if they're actually sil- silicone, but they're like jelly, like they're very jelly. And I pop them in between my toes. Yes, they, they feel like the pedicure things. They definitely stretch them. The gems are not as aggressive as the original Yoga Toes. So I'd recommend those for first time Yoga Toes customers. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like them. I put them on for about 10 or 15 minutes a night, and they stretch them out, and um, I like them. And your, and your bunion feels better? I'm like, I just feel like they're getting a good stretch because your feet don't – your toes do not stretch by themselves. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Like, you're, unless you're, like, actively doing that. And who feel, does? Yeah. Yeah. Yoga people probably. Yeah, but. so yoga toes. Cool. Um, well, you told me we were going to be talking about the no makeup makeup trend, which went me had me like looking through what I've been using that's along those mm-hmm. lines. And one of the products is, and we've never talked about it, it's called Model Co. You know that company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totes. Fluid Splash 3-in-1 Foundation concealer and eye base it's like a it's almost like a liquid foundation and then the cap has the concealer that's perfect but both the concealer and the foundation are not full coverage they're like tinted moisturizer and the concealer is also like an eye primer it's very sheer and the finish is I feel like a lot of these no makeup makeup products even the CC creams I love like are boring and stuff they have a kind of matte silicone type finish Mm -hmm. which to me is the antithesis of the no makeup thing yeah and this has a very I wouldn't say dewy but like a satiny like real skin kind of finish nice so I feel like sometimes those products get too matte and this one's really nice so Model Co Fluid Splash 3-in-1 nice yeah thank you so much for listening we're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that but if you really want to help us out which would be amazing please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at fatmascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. 
know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 